You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's show from JetBlue Park, brought to you by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Massachusetts and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients, and by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And with us now here at JetBlue Park, uh, as Lyndon Byers used to refer to him on the old show, it's Framingham's Lou Merlone. OB. Uh, what's up, Lou? How we doing? Welcome. Happy huh? birthday, To LB. Fort Myers. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, LB's a leap year. It? Yeah, it's LB's birthday today. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, LB. Yeah, happy birthday to LB. Good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great to you. see you. Courtney, you look like you're on your way to the tennis club. Oh, my gosh. I might go after. <laughs> Afterwards. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the golf like, course. I'm wearing play my whites. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's generally a club. They're, they're always going to some sort of a private membership club. The no. two of them. Oh, so, yeah, You yeah, know yeah. how that works. Are you, which do you prefer? You got the game today. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer radio or TV? Have you decided yet? I actually like doing the games. Doesn't matter. No. I mean, I like yeah. doing the games. It's funny because TV is more, it's like a production, right? Like someone's in your ear. We're going to go to this replay. We're going to come here. We're going to do an open. We're going to, you know, in radio, it's just, you just go. You know what I mean? There's yeah. none of that. So it's just, the fact that it's different. So it's like if I do a week on radio, then a week on TV, and then a week on radio, the fact that it's different kind of. I, I kind of like that like at times. Yeah, you no got weather. your makeup down for TV? No makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We were on TV for like a minute 30 for the open, and then I don't think <laughs> we're ever on TV again. I'm like, yeah. everyone's like, well, yeah, we got to wear suits. I'm like, suits? I could wear a tank top <laughs> and get away with it. You'd never see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? I got to go suit piece? Right. I, I, You're the Italian McAfee. There you go. That why not? Right. <laughs> well, we had your guy Alex Cora on earlier this morning, and he yeah. sounds as he always does, yeah. uh, gung ho and ready to go. And um, I don't know. Is there? It seems like we've talked. A, there's a lot of frustration with this. I've heard you talk about it with Christian Foyer, and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of frustration around when it comes to the lack of any. Uh, sizable commitment to uh, some sort of exciting free agent signing by this by this ball club, but um, you know baseball better than I. Uh, is there a chance that you can do it the way they want to do it this season in this division, which is if is- everybody stays healthy, which never happens in baseball. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, it's a lot like last year. Like last year, you, you had good players. There was a lot of things that went right. 
Like I mean, Turner, Casas, Bayo, Duran. Like you go the back end of the bullpen. There was surprises. Crawford threw the ball well, but there's it, the inevitable happens, and they don't have enough. Like they're just too thin. They'll be they'll be competitive, and then there'll be an injury or two, like last year, and you'll have a three and a half man rotation. You know, somebody like Duran goes down, and you go twelve and twenty four without him. You know, Casas goes down, the offense is over. So it's like that's kind of where you're at. You know, unfortunately, it's very similar to where you were last year. You have to. You have to stay healthy. If nobody gets hurt, yeah, they can stay in it, but you don't really see that. Why is it baseball in general? We were talking about this earlier. Is it baseball in general like a reaction to the revenue decline during the COVID year? Like wh- like what is what is the strategy? We we had Sam Kennedy on yesterday and mm-hmm. talked about this this being a break even business, I guess to summarize what he said. Um is the payroll goes from 225 million last year to a little over 200 million this year. What's the strategy there? That's a good question. And that's why this whole thing is confusing to me. It's the basically the untold truth here from ownership and maybe it's just John Henry is that he doesn't think they're good enough to win in this division. No, just period. Or just in general. Okay, yeah. so it's not a reaction to the Orioles getting better, the division no. whatever. Okay. No, it's I don't think this group is ready to win. When the when I feel like the group is ready to win, we will spend. You know, and that's I don't know how else to take it. You know, we're waiting for the future. Sam yesterday talking about there will be a day again when we make the splash. Yeah. Yeah, when he feels like maybe the couple of the kids are also coming up and other guys have established themselves in this league. But if I'm a player, the message is clear. We don't believe in you guys enough to spend. And then in the very next breath, it's don't sleep on us. Yeah. You know, the very next breath, it might be like, you know, we've, you know, Bre- Breslow is kind of, you know, it's his job to make us competitive. Well, it's your job to help him make him competitive. And it's not really Sam or Tom. I almost feel like John's on a different thought process. I refuse to believe you come out and say full throttle without really thinking you're going to spend, as Tom Warner did. So... That's the clear message here is that so John we, we don't believe he's on, in him. He's on an island. He, he's like on Seems John, like John Henry Island, and everybody yeah. else wants to spend or at well, least be reasonably in the game. And Well, it really so. kind of I, – I would have thought, like, you, you know, I understand the whole we need to build and have, like, some young players, and then we're going to go out and spend. But this should be year one. Like, it, it hasn't been since Lester and Buckholz as you put two homegrown talents in a rotation in, in Bayo and Crawford. It's been a while, and you also got Hauk and Whitlock and Winkowski, and you got the young kid Casas. You know, maybe Grissom's now is your second baseman of the future. Yoshida's here for a while. Story's got four more, but Ever's got whatever. Your catching situation is fine. Like this should be year one of supplementing this core. This is your core, and they, and they didn't do it. Well, they haven't done it yet. You know, I know some guys are still out there. Montgomery's still out there, but that I don't know how else to take the message. When we continue to talk about the young team, young kids coming up, when we continue to talk about the future and building this thing sustainable, and there will come a day when we spend again, and you might as well just say when we think we can win, which is basically telling the group right down there that they don't really think they can win. You've been high on Montgomery for a bit. Yeah. It, from the beginning, I would say. What about him excites you so much? It seems like talks have maybe cooled a little bit. I don't know if a Zoom is just kind of uh, standard, but do you think that there is that chance that they're going to bring him? Well, those the Zoom reports, it was funny because the core confirmed that it happened, but it happened like right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, this wasn't ago. something new. Like, hey, they did Zoom. It wasn't yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm big on it because of the fit here. Like, you know, like he's by no means is he like Randy Johnson, you know, Garrett Cole. But like a team like the Orioles were looking for an ace. They went out and got Corbin Burns. What you're looking for is 180 quality innings. 
Because last year it was like you just didn't get innings from your starting pitching. This is a guy that in the last four years of his career has gone 180, 85-plus innings. Oh, Shime said, said it was only 178 two seasons ago. Well, okay. Yeah, 32 <laughs> starts, you know, sub-four ERA. And, oh, by the way, dominant in the postseason. That that's that's a guy you should be going after, because to be honest with you, it's like we're going to wait till next year. Well, next year all you have is Bayo in your rotation, and maybe Crawford. Pavetta's a free agent. Giolito, if he throws good, will be out of here. He'll be here next year if he sucks, you know, and it just <laughs> takes his option. Yeah. So you don't have a plan moving forward. You don't have a double A, triple A starter that's waiting to just jump in a rotation and be a good big leaguer. Mm-hmm. But so do you think plan for the future and get Montgomery now, and so you can kind of keep building this. But thing. do you think that, like, because we were talking about Montgomery early, and I just was doing the digging, and he's looking at he wants like seven years, one hundred seventy-five million, yeah. something along that. Do you feel like that maybe that not just the Red Sox, but baseball in general is like, well. We're not paying that much money. We're not giving yeah. a guy the same with with uh, with Blake Snell. Yeah. Wants. Do you feel like baseball has shifted in the sense? Unless you're a unicorn like Shohei or Yamamoto, everybody's salary is kind of taking a dip. I felt that way when I saw Jose Altuve sign his deal. I was like, Wow! I thought he would get more than that. yeah, yeah, and. and- and that's the thing, too. It's not just the Red Sox, obviously. It's the whole industry saying you're not worth that, right? The guy won the Cy Young Award, Snell, in the National League, and he can't get a deal. You know, um, but when I hear, like, it's not just us, it's everybody, it's like, yeah, but everybody doesn't need him. You know what I mean? When you go around the league, I can go through the, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays don't need him. The Orioles don't need him. The Yankees, they could use him, which is why they're kind of still talking with guys like Snell and maybe even Montgomery. So, Tampa Bay won't do it. Like there's like half the league, three two uh, two thirds of the league, aren't in on any of these guys. They don't need them. Maybe even more. You are a team that needs them. Like nationally, outside of Boston, people like Bellinger to the Cubs and Montgomery to the Red Sox. It's like too perfect of a fit. It was, and it's just it's not it's not happening. But you're right. The league is sort of like, no, we're not we're not going here because NL Cy Young should get his paid. When he hits free agency. Alex Cora said something interesting this morning, uh, kind of bemoaning the fact that he feels like veterans, legit veterans, are beginning to not have a place in mm-hmm. this in this game anymore. You feel the same way? Like, think back to the guys when you were coming up that had been in the league for a long period of time that were on this baseball team. And yeah. you agree with Alex Cora that that, that kind of – you know, you're going to play five or six years, and that's going to be it in this game? Yeah, I don't know five or six because I think, you know, seven or eight years from now, all these young kids are going to be 27, 28, and have already got eight years in the league. You know, what I, I just think is there's so much talent coming up. Like, there's a lot of these talented kids, they get drafted. The minor leagues are kind of so watered down, to be honest with you, that there's no longer one year in A-ball, one year in double-A, one year, you know, two years in A-ball, one year in double-A, one year in triple-A. They, they, they... Well, I, I heard you say a ball into like AAA. Then the next year they're in the big leagues. I heard you say I think during the game the other night or whatever that these guys, these kids are throwing ninety-seven miles an hour mm-hmm. when they're when they're playing club or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, like, no, yeah. it's the, so the young kids are, are are talented. They're ripping through the minor leagues. They're getting to the big leagues younger, and teams are sitting there looking at it like the kid. This kid today, Roman Anthony, starting today again. He's nineteen years old. He's in Double A. And he could be on the radar by the end of the summer after he just barely turns 20. And you're telling me that that's what the Red Sox are like. Okay, you know what that means? That means controllable salary for years (laughs) at 21 years old, 750,000 league minimum. You know, I want that. You you know, and it's sort of, 
Like there's a lot of good players, and the, the bench guys are just you know low money guys, good players. So it's all going to come back though, you know, because eight years from now, all these 21 year olds are going to be 29. They're going to want They're big money. Want to get their back? Yeah. S- oh, oh, okay. oh, sorry. Uh, no, Luke. I just it's been interesting to me since Springfield when Ken and I went out there mm-hmm. and then through this trip, where it's everybody's doing everything they can to not accept the reality that the way this organization does business has changed. Yes. Everybody's tried to repurpose the messaging or say, we need to do a better job of X or Y, but it's always followed by a message of what the ownership group has done, not what they're doing. Yeah. The, it feels like to me, you're more connected to it every day. The, the Red Sox fan and the people running the baseball team have never been more at odds since this group has taken over. How do they find their way out of this? Yeah, I would agree with that. There's a lot of like, look at our resume, right? You know, there's some of that down down in Gillette too. Both very similar, <laughs> right? Like, look what we've done for you. Exactly. And, and there's no question it has changed, though. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know why they fight it because the reality is when the Boston Red Sox was a very reactionary, right? If they came in last place, they went and spent. Yep, that's what that's what the Yankees do. They went out, you know, they went out and brought in Juan Soto. That's what these that's what big market teams do. And you spend while you wait for the young kids. Exactly. You don't not spend while you wait for the young kids. That's what Kansas City does. So it has changed. And I and I think a lot of it has to do with turnover of like a fan base. You know, when you think about the common fan now, like say he was six, seven years old, his first experience is watching his dad and grandfather cry in oh four when they when they won the World Series. Well, you know, so that kid's like late twenties now. You know, another kid that's like forty five was in college partying in oh four. Right. And they had the Patriots and they had the Red Sox and they had the Celtics and then the Bruins run. And I feel like this is that age fan base's first opportunity to truly show their hatred and their Boston roots <laughs> and their anger and they are enjoying every single minute of it. Yeah. Like they've never really honestly despised the team they root for or have been so disappointed to and they root for ever in their entire lives. Like, you know, like me early on, like when I was a youngin, like there was a lot there was a lot of that. I'm like, these yeah. guys suck. They don't have that anger. <laughs> no, they don't though. have it. They don't have that anger. They don't well, they, they, don't. they like to go to Fenway every yeah. once in a while and, and the But there's the, but I'm the, saying like like the, the diehard fan at like forty years old, it doesn't understand what is going on because he's got a team that he roots for and they're not trying and this has never happened before in their life. Yeah, because it's always been yeah. successful. Always, always. Uh, are you? How long you, you want to hang around, or what do you got? Sure, you have to get ready for the game. You got to go. Over I there only got you... like three, four hours to look over this crappy lineup that the Tigers are bringing up with them here to Fort Myers. <laughs> All right, and to see who we're rolling out. Well, Lou Merloni is with us. He has the game today on the Odyssey app and on the radio. And here is Courtney with what is trending this hour. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Sox fell to the Nationals yesterday 4-3. Josh Winkowski got the start. He went two innings. He didn't give up a single run. Another one for the Sox today. They have the Tigers right here at JetBlue Park at 105. Will Fleming and Lou will be on the call on the Shaws and Star Market WEEI Red Sox Network. You can listen to them on EEI 850 or, as always, on the Odyssey app. The Bruins have Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights in town. Puck drop is at 7. The Subaru of New England Washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. That's SubaruofNewEngland.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. All right. We've already hit 70 here, Greg. 71 in Fort Myers. Cloudy skies. Afternoon high of 83. You can see us tonight at Orin Iron. Yes. In Naples. In Naples, 5 to 7. You going to come by, Lou? 
Oh, Lou's flying out of here. Why don't you stay the night? If you're flying after this park's namesake, you'll probably be delayed so you can come for a bit. (laughs) Uh, It's 28 and windy back home. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You learn a lot about people when you tra- oh. when you travel with them and they're yeah. for and they're for them streets. Oh yeah, what? Uh, yes, you do. Somebody gets a little horny when they leave Massachusetts. What, what are you talking? What? About? Do every you get me into trouble. Wow. Why are you telling every single man? Yes, Nick Pavetta and others how handsome. I they are? read wow. what the Twitchers were saying okay. about Nick Pavetta and what my group message was saying. Jemai Webster. Very handsome individual, and my whole family oh. loves him, including oh. Santo. Santo oh. would say that too. Wow. You didn't say that about Lou. Wow. Oh, you didn't say how he's very handsome. Wow. Well, you didn't say Lou. Hey. You never, you never say it about me. You never I say it about Curtis. I tell you guys all the time how great you look. Hall Doug passes. Today I said, Doug, great color on you. Uh-huh. I give you guys compliments <laughs> up the wazoo. Okay. I wonder if Santo like a... does the same thing. You think he, he does? Like, oh man. She's sexy. No, <laughs> no, I don't talk about the men like that. Santo uh, will say, a... "Oh, you look lovely today. Oh, you look beautiful." Handsome's like uh, a guy saying, "Beautiful." She... No, I think it's more like, "All right." No, we can so... both say sexy. All right, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so who? She's beautiful. Yeah, that's but fine. See, that, that, to me, that's such like, like. So the women always say, "You look great in that color." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guys are just like, you look good in that dress. Like, I don't give a rat's ass what color it is. That's a nice dress. You know what I mean? Like, you look good in right. that color. You know, I'm like, I don't know what color I look good in, but, you know. It's like they're struggling to find something good right. to say about no. you. You know That's what I mean? Because you're ugly. It's so true. So that color looks good with your eyes. No. Okay. That, that, is, that, that color obscures your yes. gut. No. Yeah. Doug is yeah. wearing a bright pink right yeah. now, yeah. and yeah. it brings out his eyes. It truly, it's part of his color palette. Yeah. That's you're a cool you're summer. Color palette. Uh, yeah. That's okay. when you live in a crappy uh, neighborhood and they go, you know what? I'll tell you what, they got a nice Walmart around here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Greg, you know, you know what that color looks good on you? It's, it's a guy's way of saying a chick has a nice personality. Yeah, yes. it is yes. not. Yes. No, yes. Doug. Exactly yes, right. Doug, you are very handsome. That, Don't yes. let them say that. That means All right. you're butt ugly, but hey. Well, right. nope. Listen, try to. we only have a day and a half left, so try to keep it in your pants. Uh. <laughs> 
Coming from you, that's rich. Oh! I'm single. Thank you very much. And I'm not out uh, for them streets. Well, well, you, you appear to be. You, you, like it. you appear to be very attracted to many men around here. I like to tell someone if they're handsome. Okay. Does Santo like when you tell them that they're Santo would tell Jemai he's handsome, too. Okay. Jemai is a handsome fellow. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. He's a handsome You have to be to be on TV. Yeah, right. Radio's different. Yeah. Radio's different. Jeez, no more compliments for any yeah. of you guys. He's like, Schmucks. He's like, <laughs> Santo, don't listen to the nine o'clock hour. No, I hope Santo's listening. We haven't seen hot cocoa in a while. I like seeing uh, you get yeah. riled up. <laughs> well, Lou Marloni is with us, yeah. and uh, it's great to see you, and great to have you here. And I, you talked a little bit earlier about prospects and about what have you like. Let's try to go glass half full here. Yeah, who have you seen that's been really impressive so far in spring training? <laughs> well, well, he'll play again today, Anthony. I think. Is a kid 19 years old doing things that you really shouldn't be doing at 19. You should probably be a freshman in college. Alex Cora brought him up earlier. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was funny because everybody kept asking if he was going to come up for games. And Kyle Hudson, third base coach, the outfield instructor. And he was just like, yeah, Kyle's been trying to make sure we get him up for games, get him up for games. He's like, but it's a hard no. He's down in minor league camp. They want him to work on doing things. And this will now be his second of like three home games that he's actually starting in center field. So yeah. obviously something changed there. But that thing, they got a lot of young kids. Like on the road, when we go out there, it's always like, will you abrey you, Rafaela, say down Rafaela, and seeing some of those guys go. But the other guys that are in camp, there's no, like, you know, Meyer, Teal, Anthony. They're not in camp, even though Roman Anthony is playing today. So you haven't really seen much of them. Um, but there's a lot of intriguing arms. Like the strength of them really is kind of these right-handed arms. why they traded John Schreiber. Right-handed arms that are in this bullpen that have thrown that have been pretty impressive. The pitching's been really good so far. I mean, they came in like a week and a half, ten days, I would say, ahead of schedule. Like, day one, two innings, live BP. And it's like, that doesn't happen. It's usually live BP, your first outing's one inning, get them out. You know, now they're going two, and soon they'll be going three. I think Pavetta's going to go three innings his first outing here on Saturday. You know, and he's he's nuts. Are they so, doing it that way because they don't plan on pitching in October, so they just sort of move well, it? <laughs> well, no, they're doing it that way because they haven't been pitching in October, <laughs> right. and their arms are extremely rested. Right, uh, Lou, it's how how does it work? Because like when you look at spring training and you you start to say all these young players, and you start to talk about all of them, how many of them realistically, you know, have a chance to? compete make a difference for the team because when you think of like football and you're like you're talking preseason you're like oh here's a kid who's a young player your expectations are he's going to play but yeah. there's like a couple names that you're like well these young talented players but then they go down to triple a like how many of them yeah. have a legitimate chance of we can actually yeah. see them playing you got like there's like there's as they say like three buckets right you got like martin and jansen veterans they're like dude give me four or five innings i'll be ready for seattle like mm -hmm. i'll be just devers i know what i gotta do i want to be ready for seattle then you got some other kids like Rafaela that are trying to show that maybe he can make this this ball club. There's a little battle like veteran guys in the backup catcher. Mm -hmm. Position wise, it's not really that much. There is some in the bullpen. So you got guys that are just getting ready for the season, guys that are trying to make the team. There aren't many like, right. as far as position players. But then you got the other kids, the young kids. That one like, you know, May hits or something and Cora seeing York is hitting three oh six. Oh yeah, you know what? I saw him in camp. I actually liked him. Like they're trying to put a name to a face. Mm -hmm. So later on in the year, if they're having a good year down in the minor leagues, the manager remembers what he saw here in camp, liked what he saw, how he went about his business, the at-bats, defense, you name it, and just sort of help them down the road in the future. Right? Okay. So there's a lot of those kids, people that are here, like AAA depth guys that are trying to open up some eyes. But 
for the most part, it's it's really can Rafaela play center, and then what do you do? And who's the backup catcher? When you talk about these young guys, how does a guy like Craig Breslow balance bringing these guys up but also getting talent from elsewhere? Because all I hear is I don't want to jeopardize the future. I don't want to give seven years for $100 million, whatever it is, because I don't want to jeopardize playing that guy in seven years, paying that guy in seven years. How do you how do you balance that while also not risking the here and now? Because I think that's why a lot of fans are frustrated. They want to see winning now. They're not worried about you know seven years down the road. Yeah, and that's... That's where the frustration comes in. So you make a trade for sale, you bring in Grissom, and you hope that he's your second baseman for the next six years. So that's fine. Okay, you, you, you open the spot. You don't need to trade for a second baseman because you're hopefully relying on this guy to do it. But when it comes to your rotation, like you're saying, I don't want a guy there for, for paying for the next five or six years, and or I don't want to go and spend big money on a left-handed hitting outfielder because Roman Anthony's going to beat that guy next year. So I don't need to do that. But when it comes to the rotation, you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have it down there. Like, all of their, like, pitching prospects, and, I, you know, I, I looked at all these guys' reports on all these guys that are here in camp. The ceiling on all of them are, like, multi-inning relievers or back-end starters, possibly. they got, like, three starters in their minor league system, like, legit could stay as starters. So you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like you need five of them. You know, you, need, you can't have three and a half like you had last year. You're going to run into problems that you had. So because you need five of them, okay, go get me Bayo. Go get me Montgomery. And then maybe it's Crawford. And I could piece the other ones together. Maybe there's an extension for Pavetta, and he's part of the future. Who knows? But it's like at the rotation, there's no reason not to go get anybody because it's not like you're going to be blocking anybody that's coming up here in the next year or two. You think Alex Gore is here next year? No. 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 I don't. I don't, I don't think. His choice? I think mutual. I mean, he doesn't have a contract. Is he you know? managing somewhere? So, yeah, he is. He is. So you, Probably going to be out in L.A., to be honest with you, when they lose say, the World Series. going to manage the Dodgers. Yeah. So they would have a deal done if both sides wanted to well, have it. Yeah, and if all of a sudden they sit down and like, you know, it's halfway through and things are going well, he might sit there and say, well, Craig Council got 5-40. and 40. Like, how well, how much do you like me? You know what I mean? And But and, then they lose everybody. If you're not even going to pay a manager that's making this team win, yeah. then at what point will you start paying? Like, that's where I'm like... I don't think they're selling. It doesn't make sense. No, I don't believe I don't it for well, a Sam second. Sam Kennedy told you on this show yesterday they are not. Right. No, he told us this is also a not-profit industry. So, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Um, but I don't believe they're selling. But I just – this is not a sustainable model. But I don't know where they break it. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. If we're saying they can't afford to keep Cora to get what the well, top – no, and to be honest with you, and – I know he's very – and this is no inside information because, you know, people always think I'm, I'm talking to him every single day. But he's very appreciative of the fact they brought him back, right? He went through a lot with the Astros thing, yep. you know, and I think for a long time he's very appreciative of it and tried to, like, you know, just be – thank you very much for bringing me back, giving me this opportunity, my family and everything else, doing what I want to do. But the last couple of years have to have worn on him at the trade deadlines, which is the reason why Bloom's not here, right? Like just in the inactivity one way or the other – Trade this guy away. Bring this. I need help. I need this. I need that. And then you you put that with the off seasons as well and the spending. And it's sort of like, what is the direction of this team? He's already said, I don't want to manage forever. So if I want to manage another four, five, eight years, is it do I want to be with a team wondering when they're going to decide they want to spend and go for it again? He doesn't want to keep rebuilding or have this little train that could. He he wants a juggernaut. He wants to see Otani and Yamamoto and Glasnow and Miller on the mound. He wants to put Mookie at second. You know, he wants a championship team. And I this is just my opinion. If the Dodgers don't win it, guy played there. Speak Spanish. Yeah. Like it's just too perfect of a fit. Yeah. But here's the thing. You bring up a great point. Look at what the Red Sox record has been. 
in the first halves of these last seasons they finished in last. They're in it. That is a great... So when people say, what has Core ever won without all the other stuff, right? Well, those teams were 10 games over, 8 games over, as they entered the deadline, the trading deadline. And then they fell off the, you know, they yeah. fell off the table in the second half. But those first halves have to have been a period where Core is sitting there either saying this or, or just saying it to himself where it's like, look at all we did to get this group with this rotation to three games out of the wild card or two games out of the wild card. And they do nothing. But yeah. you said you said that's the reason Heim Bloom is not here. Trade deadlines. And is hey, Craig Breslow going to be different? We'll see. We'll see. Because it really, it's the inactivity. So Heim, so, yeah. was, was Heim like paralyzed in the fetal position and just couldn't do a deal? It was really bad in 2022 when you know you, you, they traded Vasquez and there was some reaction and he stopped. And they went over the luxury tax. Because of it, and it was that was probably the first really nail. Like there are six teams that went over the luxury tax. Five of them are in the playoffs. Two of them are in the World Series, and we finished in last. How the hell? I don't care if it's a five dollar tax fee. Why am I paying five bucks? For, so, oh, by, that, no. By the way, if we do want to invest in the offseason, because we went over, now we're going to lose a second round pick. We're going to lose international signing money because we're a team that went over. We never should have went over. Should have kept going. JD gone. You know all these other guys gone, gone, gone. Last year. Like, you know, and I know we, it was debated back and forth. It's like Paxton's a tough sell. Everybody in baseball knew that James uh, Paxton was going to die down the stretch. Not figuratively, but, yeah. I mean, you know, his arm was going to go. Like, you could have had – it would have been awful to do, but still, you look now, you know, Cabrera, this kid down in Miami for Justin Turner. Your rotation would have been a lot better here now. Verdugo thought – they thought he was going to be going out to San Diego. I mean, uh, Houston. Like, you know what I mean? There were, there were deals that would be done, and I felt like it was – we can't do them because I'm afraid of the reaction, like the, like the non-commitment of actually selling pieces off because you're in last place, yeah, even though you're in it. Or, I, yeah. or go out and get at least an arm to give this team a chance. Luis Arias isn't going to get it done. No, but that's the thing, though. So Sam wants to say that this is all part of a plan, but he can't stomach the image, the, the, the way in which a trade at the deadline would be perceived, re- perceived and received because they're quote unquote in it, but if you're not going to invest, that was that we talked about that this year. It was the same exact thing that they said was this awful failure they had the year before. They yeah. haven't shifted because they're afraid to let people know that's I what would, they're doing. I would agree. I would say this: like it's, it's the fans. If you ask a fan like, "What's the Red Sox doing?" the answer is, "I have no idea." Give them an idea. Right. The answer, you know, the answer that the fan has now is they're cheap. Right. I would rather that you, I said this to Sam, I've said it a billion times, sit down. People aren't dumb, and they actually like, they, they have some affection for the ball club. Sit down. Tell them what your strategy is, what you're doing, and maybe they yeah. buy in. Well, it's like, you know, I, never should have a four-year, you know, we're on year, year four of the rebuild, Every you know, and, and we still don't know what's going on. That's the problem because... The Patriots are on a year four rebuild, right? Back but we know what. But don't we? Well, don't we? But we know what they're doing. Don't we kind of know? We know. Cora sat here and said it. He and I don't know if it's an edict from up top, but he brought up Arizona. That was one of the teams that I brought up with a low payroll. That that can we win with the talent we have? And then the other things that they told us last year that they didn't do anything at the deadline was they had all these guys coming back off of injury. Yeah, and so you had those were your. transactions for the trade deadline. So I think like people 
It confuses me because they've always spent a lot of money, and they didn't lack, They didn't in these past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I think they kind of tell us without telling us when they say. No, I want get, them to tell us. Well, we're getting Chris Hill I, I, back. I, 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 there's no debate. Right, I, don't, I, 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 I get that but, you're reading into it, and you're gonna. Right, you're gonna. I don't want you explaining it to me. I want them explaining. Right. It to so me. we're getting, and they say we're getting Chris Hill back. So that's our. Trade deadline acquisition. Right, but, but that's the thing yeah. is that they don't believe it. And the issue, uh, Lou, is that from my perspective, their way of relating to the fan base shows how far the chasm is between the two parties. Because if you go back to the Bogarts conversation, right, after Trevor Story signed, we all thought the writing was on the wall, right? If the Red Sox had said, we love Xander Bogarts, we are so grateful for his leadership, he exemplifies everything that is good about this organization but we don't believe he is the future shortstop. We have this money, and we're allocating it to Rafael Devers. I think the fan base agrees. Devers is a better long-term investment, obviously younger. You know, he doesn't have the same emotional relationship. But the way in which Sam would go on with Greg and us in the morning and say, I don't envision a scenario by which the Red Sox exist without Xander Bogart. I, I still feel like they dropped the ball with the John Henry stuff, and I know he's uncomfortable talking publicly. And a lot of it has to do with because he gets himself in trouble because he tells the truth. But that's something John would say. Like, John would say that. Yeah. That, like, you know, we brought in Trevor Story and, you know, there's other areas we need to improve on. He's a very good player. Xander may be moved off a shortstop in the future. We'll see where that market goes. We have some insurance in case we lose Xander as much as we love him. We would move on. And then people would get upset for John for saying it. But it's the truth. Like I actually feel like he, he they don't want him on talking to the media because he tells the truth too much. Right. <laughs> I actually think it's exactly what's needed. Yeah. Like when he came out years ago and said, no, we have to get under the CBT. We've gone over two years in a row. Everybody went nuts in the front office trying to defuse that yeah. and be like, no, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And he's like, no, I did mean it. <laughs> so just let no, me know. No, it's just I can take it. Let me know. I can, yeah. I'm actually interested in it. I, like I it. can take it and tell me what it is. Yes, yeah, I, I would like to see more of it. I know they think that's a bad thing. I think it's yeah. a good thing. He's actually, I guess, he's here today. I think he might be. So we'll have like some grainy Bigfoot type uh, footage of him making his way around the ballpark. <laughs> Maybe Great. he'll come on with us. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I would <laughs> we'll say, want to tell John, you know, free light apps at Orin Iron. Yeah, well, yeah, I have him come by. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lou. I, wa- okay, I had everybody. a question for Lou when it yes. comes to Alex Cora. If he does walk, yeah. do you think Jason Veritek could be a good fill in there? Because I know the Giants were interested in him as a manager. Well, they uh, didn't they tell him he wasn't management material uh, yeah. <laughs> a few yeah. years ago? Yeah. Well. Excuse He's me. I, am I speaking? I think, I think I'm speaking out of school I think, here. Um, <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be Relevant, relevant. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you'll be like in the mix of it. I think you'd be interested in it. I think you think he'd be good? He'd want it. Yeah, I think he could be a good manager at this point. I think he's well-respected. That'd be great. The question is, great for and I know he's into it, too, the pitching <laughs> side of it, yes. like the analytics. I know he's part of that. But what GMs are looking for for managers these days, like I don't know what that is. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I had a better grasp of it like 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Now I know it's a community. You know, you need to be a good communicator. That's a key of anything, especially in this game. But I, I just don't know what a good resume for being a manager is. It's a strong focus on work-life balance. Yeah, <laughs> collaborate. Is Which is why I always felt like you'd be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nailed it. It's awesome to see you. I can't believe you're not staying this weekend. No, I'm out. 
That's a promo. I got I, home. I've been there for like ten days. I enjoy Partners Weekend. You and I have oh, a few yeah. have a few drinks every year. Yeah, I, I know. We're not, we're not. You're going home. So I'm missing the whole back to back weekends too. Yeah. Partner thing. Oh, you take the private jet down for both. No, yeah. no, no. I, I flew commercial. It was a great experience. I loved it. <laughs> they they <laughs> call it David Field Air. I, like, so I really it was yeah. great. I I've, I never got a full appreciation for the tarmac sitting there for 45 <laughs> minutes like I did on this trip. It's great. All right, uh, we'll be listening today. One, one o'clock start here? Yeah, 105. Me and Will Fleming. Okay, Will Fleming, Lou Merloni on the Odyssey app. Baseball is back. There's nothing that says spring more than baseball being back. And we will wrap things up from JetBlue Park, day number two next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Speaking of Boston, you know these fans. Mm-hmm. Um, they know what they want, mm-hmm. and they're very vocal about it. And I think they've been, you know, as some of them are saying, all right, we've been waiting for some sort of a splash. There wasn't a splash. What do you say to those guys? Because you've been around this team. You, you've, you've seen the young guys so far. Like, what what, what do you say to those guys? Yeah, fans? For, from my perspective, I think we're very capable of putting together a winning baseball team. I think there's a lot of really great talent. I think we have a, a really good set of a veteran leadership that guys have experience. Um you know, I think we're going to go out there and show what we have, and we're going to have to win baseball baseball games and, and put together the season that we want to put put together. And we need to prove it to them. But at the end of the day, at the end of the year, when we're hopefully holding up a World Series trophy, we did this all by ourselves as a group with everybody saying that we can. And I think that's a cool moment as well. I think you know, you see, you know teams that you know oh they're supposed to win the world series they're supposed to play this way they're supposed to be it's just as fun coming from a place of oh these guys aren't going to be that team they have no chance and then see where we're at the end chills curtis how can you not 
How can you not get excited about Nick Pavetta? That's the attitude around here. Why not us? I love it. Why not us? Why not us? Uh, that, I will always have... <laughs> you're such a cynic. What are you yeah. talking about? What, what a great <laughs> chant at Fenway. Why not us? Porque Why? no. <laughs> Why not us? I remember the... Uh, the Faith Rewarded 2004 Nesson right. documentary on right. the 04, and Kurt Schilling, remember him, uh, gets at the front of the uh, Delta flight, and he's like, I just keep going back to this. Why not us? He's like, Pedro's there with Nelson, yeah, and they're like, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Nelson. Uh, rest but, in peace. Uh, I, I, I really, it is amazing. I think we have made progress. I have loved these two days. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect it to be this well. well I was going to ask. You went into this expecting that this is going to be a dismal season for this baseball team. And uh, has anything changed when it comes to your expectation? Well, personally, this trip got off on a bad foot because I was ripped mercilessly from my driving. But yeah. then, since then, the interviews have been great. <laughs> okay. and, the driving has not improved. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you're, you can the walk weather's home. nice, though. Yeah. And the you vehicle walk, is lovely. Yeah. You can walk home. Right. I've, been, I, I've just been holding on. That's all. I the don't. acceleration. I said yesterday that you don't you don't know this car well. Okay? I don't. It's okay. You know, I, I don't know your guys' I'll, driving habits, but um, it's a one nice minute, vehicle. Uh, it's, it's like Miss Daisy. One minute you're going five miles an hour, the next you're going 90. Right. Uh, Miss Daisy. Brake speed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We, Greg's, Greg's references are going to hit 1970 by the time we hit Friday. And I'm the one that has to walk home. Every time Wiggy okay. gets out of the car, he goes, good oh, to have my feet on the ground yes. again. Yes. Yes. I never see it. Well, hey, he pulled off the three-point turn in, in about five feet of room yesterday. Right. Oh, my God. So you should have seen the face of the guy with the bat. He was not happy. We're, we're pulling into Capitol Grill. It is, there is nowhere to park. Anywhere, and I see the spot that's open out of the corner of my eye, and I like pull it a no U turn back into it. And this guy's like, uh, "Sir, sir, this is a no parking zone." I'm like, "You guys just get out of the car. I'll figure it out." It's because he passed four signs that said "Do not enter." I knew they said that, but I thought I would land the spot anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, but I would say very, very succinctly, Red Sox fans are okay if there's a plan. They would just like it explained to them. Whether yeah. it's Lou Merloni, Greg Hill, myself, the fans out there, it is incredibly frustrating, and you see it and hear it from the people that work on this team, that they are sitting here on the verge of a new season with the same problems that weren't rectified during the offseason. Well, Alex Cora was excellent this morning. If you missed that, or you missed Nick Pavetta, or you missed anything that happened on the show today, or at any point for that matter, you can go back and listen to it on the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And listen at your convenience. And it is, uh, it's coming alive here at JetBlue Park. Red Sox first pitch 105 on, right. the, on the Odyssey app on uh, 8.50 a.m. Ralphie looks and, good. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, it, it's. Uh, it it looks like these guys are. Uh, they're going. They're going to go all the way. I can tell just by looking. Um, <laughs> uh, we got to mention tonight. We will be at Ore and Iron here in uh, Naples. Yep. Yep. And your Uber arrives at I think four thirty. Uh, that's fine. Uh, however, we get there is fine. Uh, and we'd love to see you. So if you happen to be down here, you're a snowbird or what have. Uh, we'd love to offer you some light appetizers and some uh, great conversation and 
Uh, Courtney can share with you the uh, 75-item checklist that one (laughs) must use when checking safely into a hotel. And she could point Uh, out the 25 handsome men that she sees. I think your parents are coming down. My parents are coming, yep. They will be there tonight. I think they're going to come by the show tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Okay. Newlywed game. Looking Uh, forward to it. Yeah, good luck getting called to do that. Uh, They're going to take us by that lake? Nope, they don't go to that lake. And... (laughs) What are we going to do for, are we going to do the swamp activity today? Or Curtis was offering another alternative. I mean, I'm going to Sanibel. You guys are welcome. I, I would, I've never been to Sanibel, and I would like to go, yeah. and I think that you are the safest and most reliable oh. driver I've ever so been to. We're gonna, so we'll nix, <laughs> you want to nix the swamp tour in favor of Sanibel Island. I want to take a dip in the ocean. Okay. okay. I mean, you got to love the Gulf. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think I'm I'm fine with that. Oh, you guys enjoy that. Why you're not? Right. No, no, I can't. Two reasons: my aunt and uncle are coming, oh. so I'll see them. And then I realized Curtis told me this. I didn't realize it when he said the beach. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And I'm in Florida, so I thought that'd be like 20 minutes away. So if my aunt and uncle were coming, I'm like, it's an hour ride to the beach. Yeah, yeah. two hours round trip. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm good with the beach. Well, I mean, I you know. I, yeah. That happens. I mean, that's yeah. Thing. No, but yeah, I listen. I think I everywhere Curtis. it's a I big state. I love Curtis to death. <laughs> I love Curtis to death. But after thirty minutes, I'm getting yeah. Yeah, I'm getting white knuckled. Jeez, that's fine. <laughs> he really can't stand riding with the man. Oh, uh, he's he's a listen. He's a great guy. Horrible Unbe- driver. Unbelievable dad. I think the vehicle is just too big for him. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm not used to operating big things. I'll tell you that. Uh, just, and my wife yeah. will tell you, I, it's it's me because I don't like driving with anybody. I usually you drive are in everything. control. That's why you don't like flying. You like to be in control. Yeah. Yes. So I don't like driving with anybody. So even if my aunt and uncle were coming, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. Like I'm looking for buttons to push. Like he can't figure out the windshield wipers. <laughs> He throws a banger on every once in a while when, yeah. it, comes, when it comes to playlists. He, I combined Cruise <laughs> with Nelly. So I thought I would no, get no, everybody your, on board. Your music choices are good. He's oh, more yes. of a he's more of a co-pilot yeah. than he is to drive. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. the wind, windshield is all dirty. Okay. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, so I'm all right. Have to well, Sanibel, Sanibel Island, it is then. Enjoy it. Um, and we will see you at five at Or and Iron in Naples. I'll that's, be there. Uh, that's found. You'll be there, Wiggy. I'll be at Or. Bringing your aunt and uncle. Uh, no, no, they're just coming. They don't live too far from here, and they're just uh, okay. coming. Uh, All right. I haven't seen them in a while, so. All right. Nice. Well, and then we'll be back here tomorrow morning and at it again one more time at 6 a.m. Can't wait, and we'll have Craig Breslow tomorrow is confirmed in the, in the 9 o'clock hour. Ooh. All right. That day goes all your money questions, remember? Yeah. Kennedy goes, well, I can't answer them. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. That's Breslow. All right. We will go full throttle tomorrow with Craig Breslow on the show <laughs> and uh, – I'm sure others. So, um, <laughs> Gresham Foyer are next. Great job by our engineer down here, Doug. Doug, as always, fantastic job. Shime, great job back in the studio. Jackson, as well. And thank you for watching the show on Twitch and on YouTube. Thank you for listening. Whether you stream the show at weei.com or on the Odyssey app or just. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.